alive. Everybody's going vroom. I know. Motorcycles are. <laughs> motorcycles are a thing. They are a thing. And they like to go super fast. <laughs> and super loud. Super fast, super loud, right by my house. Uh, hello, everybody. And good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Welcome to Slip Into the Night. I believe this is episode 39. Ooh. 39. We uh we haven't exactly been on a hiatus um per se. Uh we just haven't been able to get things situated and then last weekend uh we went away to America's Stonehenge. For those of you who were able to see it on the the like page, I posted pictures, which we'll be going over. We had a field trip. <coughs> yes, we had a little field trip. Um, it was fun. Holly came out and picked me up, uh, <laughs> and we went for a little jaunt. Where is it exactly? It's Is it Salem, New Hampshire? It's technically North Salem. New yeah. Hampshire, it's kind of like more or less right over the Massachusetts border in New Hampshire. Yeah. And it's like equally distant from my house to your house. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half from my house, an hour and a half from your house, and we're about an hour and a half apart. So yeah, it's, we it's, more time driving than we, anything else. Yeah, it was a long, it was a, it was a quite a, a, a long day going down there. Um, we left here. We left here at about 9.30 or so. Um, we got down to America's Stonehenge. Um, I want to say it was right, It was before 11 o'clock. It was about 10.30, quarter of 11. And then we were able to walk through all that and look all over that place and be out of there before noon. Yeah. Well, I, so, I've been there several times. Yeah. You've never been there, and I was like, "How? How have you? You never been here since it is really actually relatively close to you." Yeah, that's not far. Um, I'm surprised I'd never stumbled upon it and then just gone down. Mm-hmm. Like at one point in time, I had uh, with one of my ex girlfriends, I had planned on going on a trip to uh, the Bennington Triangle in mm-hmm. in Bennington around Bennington, Vermont, um, and. It wound up being shitty weather the entire week we were supposed to go out there. And most of the stuff we were going to do was going to wind up being outside. <coughs> so I just put the kibosh on it. We didn't go. Um, but I had heard of this America's Stonehenge, but I'd never, um, I'd never gone or, uh, you know, never really looked into it. And, after we had gone, it's funny. I was at the uh, I was at the vet's office the other day, taking the puppies in for their um, uh, for their first shots. And um, on the screen of the 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 computer screen, you know how Windows pops up like an image every couple mm-hmm. of days or whatever, a new image. Well, it was these things, these rock structures that looked very similar to what we were at. Yeah. And I meant to ask him to hover over where it was so I could see where it was. 
the because mm -hmm. you can hover over the top section in the corner and it will tell you where exactly that image is from. And I had meant to ask him and uh, I never did because I just got, you know, asking questions about the dog and the puppies. And <clears throat> so, but, uh, but I had meant to say something to you too because it looked so insanely similar to what we had walked through. The, the structure, the way it was built structurally, um, and uh, except that these things had uh, uh, domes or tops to them. Yeah. Um, whereas what we were walking around, a lot of it didn't, or it may yeah, it's not. Have, yeah, it's, it's not the way that it was. Right. <clears throat> so... So it is in it's in North Salem, New Hampshire. It's a private site, so anyone can go there. It's almost almost every day, except for major holidays, usually from like sun up to sundown. And um, it's called America's Stonehenge, but it also known as Mystery Hill, New Hampshire, because of uh -huh. its uh, not really known who did this. And there's some theories about that, but um, it is also has a reputation as a controversial site and as a um, the, as a possible fraud site as well, or right, or if it's an actual archaeological site that it may have been manipulated to be a little bit more than what it really is, and um, so that's one of the interesting things about it is is what is original, what has been possibly manipulated. I think the current owners are just leaving it the way it is, and they're not they're not doing anything else, and they kind of are clear that some of this stuff it could be could have been manipulated, but part of it's because it's been known about since like the, I don't know, early 1800s or late 1700s. Mm -hmm. People have been living, people lived there, you know, and it has had different, um, you know, it was part of a farm at one point. It was um, at one point, like poor people lived in these like kind of like, you know, it's like they're kind of like cellar holes. Some of them are like little stone buildings mm -hmm. or a little, you know, people who didn't have any means lived in there. It was um, at one point a stop on the Underground Railroad in the 1840s and 50s used for, um, you know, African people moving, trying to get to free places to kind of escape and hide in there. Mm -hmm. Um and so some of these uses, they the stone structures, if they're original, were manipulated in ways that are not original. Um, and there is a specific thing, um, what's called the sacrificial table, that may not be even um, original to the site at, at all. At all. At all. And just kind of uh, used to hype it up as, hey, there were sacrifices here. <laughs> Yeah, the this the picture that we're looking at now. This was the first thing that we came upon, right? Yeah. As we were walking up the trail, which is the they call it the lower well. Um, and then I think this is the first the first thing that we came upon. Um, the this little area. I don't yeah, know. The, the paddy area, and that's the last name of a of a of like a colonial farmer who had lived in these parts of the structures mm -hmm. and maybe built his home over top of them um and kind of incorporated them into uh his kind of farm um, homestead so in this area of new england it was very common for people to take stone cellar holes 
and put like one room <clears throat> cabin on top and that's what you lived in. You lived in this, you know, you did everything in this one room. Um, yeah. And that's the uh and then that. you walk up you see that there are more like walls and some of them use quite large stones mm -hmm. on these kind of exposed like ledges and it's a, a top of a hill it's not a really big hill here but it's on the top these built up on this you know prominence um and they've had to cut trees if you had cut the trees you could see quite probably quite far but um you, you kind of walk up this hill and um, you see all these different walls and um, you can, you can see the stones are collapsing um, over time. And you mm -hmm. kind of like walk your way through these st stone structures that don't have roofs anymore. For the most part, there are some that you can walk through like this, this chamber you can. Walk uh, through. Yeah. This one we went down into. Um. Oh. Hey, there you are. On um, those are one. That's one of the um, standing stones. So, um, Europe is much more famous for having standing stones, but this site here in New Hampshire does have standing stones, and they do actually accurately mark out astronomical alignments. So that right. is part of the mystery. Is like, okay, well, that is kind of. And that one there that, that I'm. Standing next to Holly, that one I believe is a, a sunrise stone because that was at the end when we were walking out, right? That might be the May 1st sunrise stone. Um, and so one of the things that is interesting that is that they have standing stones that not only mark out accurately the winter and summer solstice and the equinox points, but also what you would call like May 1st and November 1st, which is why kind of the um, some of the people who investigated the site in the early 20th century drew conclusions that this site was actually a Celtic site from Celtic people that had crossed the Atlantic from Europe because right. they have alignments that matched up with the important Celtic holidays. Right, right, right. I mean, that uh, kind of, uh, it, it, uh, in, in some ways it kind of makes sense. Right, and one of the reasons why it's called American Stonehenge, not just because we have the standing stones, but this actually is, you can, it is in alignment with the standing stone structures in Salisbury, England, which is a much huger, you know, they those structures are much larger. These are all, this is pretty much walking distance, and you don't have like the 20, 30 foot, like, you know, sarsen stones like you have in, in England, but you right. do have, like the one that Chris is standing next to, you know, like man size, that's going to take a couple of people to move them around. So this one here, you can see those are outlined drill marks. And the thing is, is that they do know that in the early 1800s and early, you know, in the colonial periods, when they started having men, they did use drills and lifts to move some of the structures to, for different purposes either to make it more usable as a, a living situation or to mm -hmm. um, either try to reconstruct things or move things around the way they thought they might've been. So, I mean, that is clear evidence of, of what had been. Um, and that, and that's just being marked out there. Yes. That, that, that is known. Is now, is that the sacrificial table there? 
that's part of it yeah i think i think i got another image of it coming up hold on <clears throat> okay so this is down underneath see i don't know like what facebook did with these i had these in an order mm -hmm. and facebook has thrown them all out of whack as i'm going through them yeah um because this is back to where we were going through um the underground passage mm -hmm. um and then this is back out yeah <laughs> uh and let's see so there's that the, okay and there it right is there is the, what they call the sacrificial table but <clears throat> but that's come under fire that is absolutely controversial and that it doesn't really fit fit with anything ancient and it looks more like a stone that maybe was used for um some kind of lye extraction mm -hmm. um someone yeah, has it's been proposed that it's also part of a cider press which yeah. that doesn't really make sense and and I'll, and I'll be honest when we were there that is probably the one thing that didn't look like it fit yeah you know, it, out of the whole all the stuff that was there and that that part of the structure mm -hmm. <clears throat> that did not look like it fit yeah um but you, know, you see like how they have like these little niches and stuff like that's a one where yeah you, know, you could have stored stuff in there um oh yeah most definitely you know you can see where they could have had different kinds of like roofing on it and but it's all gone Here's another standing stone. And they all almost have like notches of some kind on the top. And that's when you get the alignment <clears throat> is when the um, sun or the moon matches up with the, with the notches. And yeah. I I liked, I, I really liked the, uh, the standing stones. Cause you could sit at one point <clears throat> in that, um, uh, that little, it, it was actually a structure that was built obviously after, you know, something new. But you mm -hmm. could sit in that that point and look all around and see all of the different standing stones or where where they were supposed to be, the ones that were laid down. R right. They they have a wooden <sighs> covered platform with a map on the inside, and you can go and you can from this wooden observation deck platform, you can see all the different standing stones, mm -hmm. and, they, uh, and then you can look down on the map and you can see where they are all. Um, marked for the different astronomical alignments yeah and i mean the, all these different i mean holly and i walked through the whole thing i'm a i'm a huge stone wall fan i i grew up uh my family had a huge piece of property that had stone walls on it that uh were the old property lines um and that's the way people used to do things. They, they to mark their property line, they just put up a stone wall. Excuse me. And uh, the one thing I said to Holly while we were walking through there is that I couldn't understand it, that if these were if these stone walls were property lines, it made no fucking sense whatsoever. Like they do, there's no rhyme or reason to them. Um. So that kind of kind of did not make sense in the traditional sense as far as the stone walls that are around that place go. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, now, I don't the, the viewing platform in this picture in the back. Yeah. And and I don't know if those stone walls too uh, to go back to what you were talking about earlier Holly about the stuff that may have been done to make it look more fantastic. Mm -hmm. 
I wonder, I got wondering about that with the, with the stone walls. Mm-hmm. Cause you know how they're all kind of weird and they make well, all these weird turns and there's this yeah. no sense whatsoever to them, no, but, they, it, yeah. but they don't seem like they're part to me, part of any of the other stuff. Right. And in the, some of the part where like, there's like the two walls where you feel like you're walking up a walkway up to something. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? That felt weird. And I don't know if that's necessarily original yeah, I don't, or not. I don't, yeah. I don't know if any of that stuff belonged there. See, I would have loved to have seen it uh, when the guy, I guess his name was something uh, Goodwin, uh, yeah. who actually found the place. I would have loved to have seen it then. Like his original finding of the site what that looked like <clears throat> yeah there's another standing stone there and you can see how because they have they have it all cut out so that people you know you can see the the uh the sky so it's all marked out yeah so they have uh, because it's a wooded area and you wouldn't necessarily be able to see the alignments with all the trees um they have gone and cut these um corridors through the forest so that you can see the alignments right um, and it's pretty it's a, it's a pretty spot i mean just as a like kind of a nature spot into a place to stroll around it's really nice it's quiet it's really clean and we the got to see llamas Holly. Hmm? and we got we, to see llamas and, yeah i know at the end you can get Holly, well, they're Holly, actually alpacas. Holly's, Holly's in Holly's in love with the little alpacas. <laughs> yeah, she's the big eyes on oh. that one white and black one. You like you you fell in love with that little thing because you knew it was there. I know. There's they I are take cute. Them home with me. They are cute. I'm not yeah. a big farm animal guy <clears throat> at all. Just yeah. not. It's not my thing. Yeah. But those little those little fuckers are cute when we were coming out. <laughs> uh, those are cute. They uh, hum. I don't Did know. you know alpacas hum? They go, hmm. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one of those swaths that are cut out. Yeah, so that you can better see the... the, the this is um, from above down into the location. Yeah. And it is a very cool spot. If you're in, you know, the Northeast, you know, you're traveling around, you know, whatever uh, vacation in the summer, I would go check it out. It's a cool little spot. <clears throat> and it's another standing stone there. Yeah. You know, and, and some of it, it does seem to be truly ancient. And they have done, um, you know, archaeological digs, um, digs here. They have found old ash here that's quite quite old they do find like bits of stones that seem to be used by native americans that at point some different points native americans were in this area on the site we just don't know how you know like this picture here shows you know a boulder but then you know humans have come along and built up these little carns and those are all modern yeah those are all from one person uh noted oh that's wicked cool and i'm like yeah that's that's just people doing that that come through that's not that's not part of the original the original thing because it's like a human impulse to build oh yeah yeah. to to add something this is the winter solstice stone, which is my my favorite standing stone there. Yeah, that is that's a pretty that's that's a pretty spot too. 
yeah i remember um, when we were coming through there it's it is it's it's beautiful it is a very actually it's a very peaceful place i think somebody asked if there was any vibes or anything there the one vibe that you get is that it's very peaceful there very serene and it's quiet mm. and um and still and they have a cute little uh, gift shop but they do have some of that like archaeology findings everything from like shackles from the time when it oh, was yeah. used in the underground railroad to uh. there are some stones that are alleged to come from the site that have inscriptions now you know the, the kind of the track tra one of my criticisms is that yes they do have kind of carved inscriptions on them but there we, there's no manipulation here and so and there's also an agenda to really prove a particular past here. So, you know, they they have what's called the 39 stone. It's in Roman numerals and it spells out 39. And it was found near, I think, the May 1st marker. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of, and it was in like saying that, you know, 30 days after the, 39 days after the spring, the spring equinox is the May 1st and marking out that, and that, that, that is one of the pieces of evidence along with some, a couple other stones with inscriptions to like ball or um, basically the Celtic equivalent in, uh, in, in certain Punic and Ogham scripts. And you just don't know if those were planted there or not to, Right to further their the agenda. To further the agenda, because the record keeping from the very first explorations of the site is just not that good. Um, to be to be perfectly honest, and to criticize the site for what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. the end of the pictures there. Yeah, that last one. Um, I wish Facebook had put it more in order because <clears throat> the way I had put them up was a, the order was kind of the way that we went through it, mm -hmm. um, which would have been a little better, but <clears throat> that's all right. I mean, hey, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. What was cool for me was, like you said, I'd never seen it before, and I was surprised that I'd never seen it before, <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, that I'd never been there. I'd always wanted to check it out. Um, it was just one of those things that I had never just taken the time to, to go down and do and i should have like a while ago i should have because mm -hmm. there i spent a whole summer like not very far from there yeah you know i could have easily just taken a jaunt over and been like oh hey let's go do this today mm -hmm. and just didn't do it and have no idea why i didn't do it either mm -hmm. um but very very cool to do um i do think that there's something to it i, I think that's I think you're right. I think there's something hokey with the whole. There's definitely stuff that's been added. This this shit that's not original, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's obvious, obviously, been some manipulation, as with anything, where land exchanges hands over the years. People probably just were like, "This is my property. I'm just going to do what I want with it." You know. Um, so things got changed, uh, and then other people probably tried to have it tell a certain story. So of course they wanted it to be a certain way so they could make money off of it. 
And, you know, like we were talking about when we were walking up to it, that it was like, you know, it looks like kind of a side gig. You know, that the people have the gift shop and they're charging for the, you know, people to go up to look at it. Hey, that's fine. That's cool. It's a neat little place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to uh, me, it's worth it because they, it, the grounds actually are very nice. Mm, yeah, they are. Very clean and if it's very safe. And, you know, if I lived closer, I would probably buy a year membership and I would use that place as a place to go do easy hikes to, yeah. to walk around because it is so nice and quiet and peaceful there. Um, and you could and you could make that part of your walk. Yeah. Like, you know, being going through there and walking through it and that could be part of the whole hike mm -hmm. for your day if you if you were closer. Like I'd I'd consider something like that. And you were saying they maintain it for like snowshoeing and stuff in the winter too, right? Yep. Yeah. You can rent snowshoes there or bring your own. That'd be cool. You I know, never got into that. I bought a pair of snowshoes once and never really used them. Mm-hmm. And if you have, you know, when we were there, there was like a Boy Scout troop or something there, or like a group of kids. And mm -hmm. it's not so big that your kids are going to get like super tired. And it's going to be something that gets them excited about history and the natural world. And Oh, yeah. It's neat. like there's some neat stuff for kids to like walk through. Like those, the, that underground stuff, you literally, you're under there. You can walk yeah. right through. It goes all the way down through. Um, there's all kinds of different chambers. <clears throat> some neat shit um <clears throat> and i would recommend it to anybody who's interested in that type of stuff it does look like it's some type of ancient ruins you know to me how ancient that's the question um and who really did it or you know like how much what is the original stuff and yeah right. i mean and what's they, been added what's been added and who added it i mean it, there is evidence that it, it's been in use since like 2900 BC. So mm -hmm. that makes it like 5,000 years old. But, you know, in the meantime, more modern humans have come and, you know, tried to That's do other shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and, I... and it is not by far, it's the most famous site in New England that, but it's not the only one. And Listen, it, all I need to do. To know that human beings are pieces of shit, all is I just need to go walk down to the beach here, mm. and within five minutes I can find cigarette butts, firework, uh, fireworks, trash, and just shit left on the beach. You know, and if that's the case, you know, people just do that just here. You know, in this nice, beautiful place, human beings just—they're horrible. So over the years, what people have done to this site, who knows? You know, who knows how many times this thing has changed hands? Yeah. Like what has happened? We don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's too bad because I think that there's something there. I think there's something significant at that site. But I think yeah. there's been a lot of bullshit too. Oh, absolutely. And I think one of the things is that there was not a lot of um, evidence at the time that the uh, indigenous people in the New England area had any interest in astronomy, but it, it, they're really not that far from the place that you went last summer, the Snakehead Mound, which clearly mm -hmm. has astronomical alignments and has indigenous heritage to it. 
So yeah. you don't have to fall back and say that it had to be Celtic people or put evidence there that's not true to say that just because the Celtic people in Europe are the, you know, big or one of the big astronomical hey, I, I look at it this alignment way. cultures. I look at it this way, Holly. <clears throat> Native Americans run a very huge gamut. Okay, look at the people, the, the Pueblo people there, uh, the Anasazi. Mm-hmm. They have all those those alignments there in that friggin' weird city that they've found. <clears throat> and you've got all the 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 Incas, the Aztecs, the Mayans down in South America. And to think that they, they there's no possibility that they came up into America ever. I mean, eh, I I just it's too close. You know, so and they were very much into their star alignments, right? So to so that's where, you know, when when people go, well, yeah, the Native Americans weren't really into that. Well, which Native Americans are we talking about? Because some of them fucking were. You know, when it comes to these people who try to shoot that shit down, who say, oh no, 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 they weren't into that. Well, they kind of were, mm-hmm. and some of them kind of really were. Um, so I don't know. I I I I, I wonder. I, I really wonder when it comes to stuff like this because that place that we went to, <clears throat> super interesting. Um, but it doesn't to me scream Native American. It screams more. Uh, it does scream more Celtic or, you know, of, of those, uh, from uh, coming from a European background, you know, you, you tend to see more of that over there. Mm-hmm. Those, uh, you know, those stone structures, the circles, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The, you know, IE Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, that's my take on it. I, but I think it was very interesting. I, I, and thank you for taking me, by the way, because I, I, I'd never been, and I thought it was really fun. I, we had a fun day. I thought really we fun. had. A, I thought we had a fun day. And I, I think it's awesome when you know we can actually go to an actual site and bring to our oh, listeners. Yeah. Hey, we actually instead of just doing internet research, we went someplace this time. <laughs> Yeah, we, and for anybody that wants to check it out, I did put up videos on the like page, uh, on the 40 and slip like page that you can look at um, of the actual site. Um, they have a website and they have a mm-hmm. video about it um, explaining the, they, they ask people to like watch the video. So yeah, there's can- a, and if you go there, you can, you can download their app and as you're walking through the site, you can have a guided tour. Um, on the app. So that's kind of cool too. Um, so I, I would recommend to anybody to go check it out. Um, and uh, there are other places that we could, we could definitely check out too that are not that far away. Yeah. I'm actually doing, uh, I'm doing the show tonight, uh, the 40 and slip on the, uh, the uh, Berkshire's UFO thing. Mm-hmm. They head on unsolved mysteries. I'm going to have, uh, Tom Reed and Melanie 
uh, I think her last name is Kirchdorfer or something like that mm-hmm. on tonight. Awesome, um, yeah. And they were both uh, part of that. Mm-hmm. That episode. Um, well, and we had talked about in New Hampshire, our, one of our other big famous paranormal things is the um, Betty and Barney Hill. Yes. Which is, they've marked that out as a, like a kind of like a trail. Like you can go visit the you trail. You can go track it out. Yes. The, the uh, bunch of us might go and. Cause that's, I mean, the, the Betty and Barney Hill uh, thing was definitely uh, probably one of my more favorite um, UFO um, reports. And then I heard this one. I watched this uh, Unsolved Mysteries episode about this, the Berkshire's UFO experience. This is pretty interesting. This one is one where I scratch my head a little bit. Mm -hmm. I go, hmm. Hmm. You just reminded me of something because I was out. I was out this um, August 12th and 13th is the peak of the Perseid meteor shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had told me you said the. And um, it is it, the, this year was is good. I mean, you can still go out and you'll you still have a really good chance of seeing a meteor if you go out mm-hmm. and it's a clear night because we're heading into the new moon, so it's going to be like really dark really night dark, conditions. Yeah. So if your area has a clear sky, you you could s- still sit out and possibly see a meteor. Meteor. Um, I went out um and sat, and I did I see some meteors. That. And I also mm-hmm. saw a very strange, small dot, which I thought at first was a satellite. And I watched it, and I watched it go one direction, and then it went out of my view, and I thought it was gone. And then I saw a very similarly, very extremely tiny, like, loop around and come back across. I mean, it was just so small, and it had to be something. Mm-hmm. And then it looped, and it started to like zigzag through my field of vision, and I have no idea what it was. It could totally be some kind of, you know, multiple just multiple satellites up there, right? But it was just very odd because it would seem like it would fade in and out a little bit. But it was just that this very small thing had come through my field of vision, and then it seemed to have zigzagged, and you know, I I just didn't know. You know, usually when I've seen satellites in the past, it, it passes by and then it's gone. Right. And then this little point or there, you know, maybe there were three or four things moving up there, but it was just strange how it's, it seemed to like to be the same thing. And it seemed like it was zigzagging. Well, so I, I got talking with uh, uh, Tom, you know, before, you know, to let him know about everything, how the show is going to go tonight when he comes on and uh, I was explaining my, the experience that I had in the nineties and uh, he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cause I, uh, um, you know, I saw this thing above me and it kind of reminded me of the uh, Phoenix lights, but it had, you know, there was no sound. It seemed like it was really low going really slow, but in retrospect, later on in my life, after I had seen a, uh, I saw a bomber run by a B-52 at an air show. And when they, even those things, even when you see them close up, when they come down, they seem like they're moving very, very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I had to remember to my, I remind myself, you know, that at the time they were testing the stealth bombers. Mm-hmm. Is that it was right before they announced they announced that they were in existence. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> so it very very well could have been that. And I don't ever I don't ever take my experience and say it was definitely a UFO. Um, I say it was strange, but it very well could have been just a misidentification or something else or you know it wasn't even really misidentification because i don't say it was anything i just say this is what i saw so yeah um but yeah the uh the betty and barney hills isn't that on the uh kangamangas uh part of it yeah 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 um, where they um have now put the um, marker marker signs in the basic vicinity of where the different things have happened, different, you know, and they put up these little signs that kind of tell about it. And I've never gone through and driven it, but yeah. Um, and it, it, it always is kind of this thing is like, I've been on the, um, that part of the highway, you know, many, mm -hmm. many times. Cause I'm a, you know, I'm a, that also is not, you know, close to me, but it's not that far either. And, um, you know, so I'm a local, so it's like, oh, this is really kind of in my own personal backyard that I could go check it out. Right. Yeah, I, I, I would be down for going over there as well. Um, that's that's not that far away from us. Not relatively, anyway. Oh, no, and it's a, and it's a nice drive. We'll try yeah. not to make it two years from the, the, the point <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> to the actual execution of the idea. Actually like, doing it. <laughs> yeah, which is what happened with the America's Stonehenge field trip. Yeah. Oh, we should well, do this. Yeah. And yeah, we should, we should we should do this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. Clearly the stars had to come in correct alignment for us to Oh uh, god. Take the field trip. But I mean, hey, it happened and we were able to get there and it was very very cool. So yeah. Um, and and it you, was not like blazing hot, which it sometimes it has been this week here. And oh yeah, it, it luckily it was not like super humid there because it's in the woods, so it would have been, you know, that would have been miserable. But we had a good time, so uh, I'm gonna wrap us up, Holly. And we have uh, a comment. We have a comment. <laughs> Bad game sixty nine just got here. Oh, we're winding down. Sorry about that. <laughs> Android app. Heavens above is free and great for seeing what is above you. Sky watching watch. Oh, oh, that's good to know. Yep, very very good to know. I will uh, check that out. Bad gaming sixty nine. I believe that's Les. Uh, Les is a long time fan. Um, yeah, we'll uh, try to be back next week with a uh, another topic. Uh, we just wanted to go over the you know, our trip out to America's Stonehenge. So um, you can check out all the pictures on the 40 and slip like page. There are videos there. And of course this show uh, until next time we will. Uh, hey, Les. Yeah. Hey, Les. We'll, uh, we'll be seeing you. Bye everybody. Bye.